The text began, during the night, Paul had a vision. When you have a vision, you must pursue it. Unless, of course, you decide to ignore it. Don't ignore it. If you're lucky enough to have a vision, it is incumbent upon you to see where the vision takes you. In the process, you may have to shift course. In the process, you may have to make adjustments. In the process, you may have to change your plans. But whatever you do, don't ignore your visions. Don't abandon your visions. Don't disregard your visions. Visions, hopes, dreams, they are gifts to us, so pay attention. Paul had a vision. He was situated in Asia on the shore's edge of the Aegean Sea, facing Macedonia across the water on the opposite side of the sea. Paul, standing there on that shore's edge, had a vision. He saw a man that said, come over to Macedonia and help us. And that was it. Paul was a missionary, and he could not shut up the fire in his bones to spread the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and he crossed over into Europe to help them, just like his vision told him to. Setting sail in what the text called a straight course that landed him eventually in Philippi, a leading city in Macedonia. After a few days, he found some women praying outside the city gate by a river. It's there that we meet Lydia, a woman who was a dealer in purple cloth. I love her so much. It's apparently AK does too. See that, See that purple out there, Lane? I just want to remind y'all about her this whole time. Don't forget her. I don't have time to preach about her, but she's awesome. Paul loved her too. He ended up kind of settling in Philippi in some ways, even though he was constantly on his missionary journey. Philippi became something of a hometown, a home base for him all because he paid attention to his vision, and he crossed over. All of you are more than welcome to listen to what I have to say today, because I think we all need to be reminded about the importance of all the opportunities of crossing over when we see a vision and there is a need. But today, I am specifically speaking to these graduates who are about to launch, and to Alex, who's about to launch from home. You're about to cross over into some new beginnings of adulting. It's awful. <laughs> and wonderful. And terrible. <laughs> and awesome. And it's here, and here's what I'm hoping and praying for you, that you will have visions. Not a vision, but visions underlined and uppercase S that lead you to help people, 
We have the privilege and the responsibility in every single crossing over experience of our lives to take the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ to those that need it. You all have grown up here. You have been nurtured here. You have been taught here. You have been loved here. You have been raised here, and you've been raised right. Uppercase R raised, uppercase right raised. And not one time, not one single time have you ever heard a message preached from this pulpit in this church that the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ has anything to do with saving souls from the fires of hell. Not once. Not one time, not one single time have you heard anything about condemning people that are different. Not once. Not one single time. Here you have heard a consistent message of inclusion, welcome, and acceptance. Here you have heard a regular litany of our responsibility to the poor and the oppressed, the outcast and the disenfranchised. And I hope that you've not just heard it. I hope you have really seen it, enacted, and lived among us. Here you have heard about a God of love and light, a God of mercy and grace, a God of goodness and truth, a God of justice and peace, a God of second, third, fourth chances, a God of forgiveness, a God of inclusion. And I am begging you, begging you, as you cross over, that you will help us spread this message of the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm begging you, begging You do know that there are many churches and many Christians that preach a different message than the one we preach here. Don't let that keep you from preaching your own message of welcome and inclusion. As a matter of fact, every time you hear a message that is counter to the love of God and the way of Jesus that you've heard about here and that you've learned about here, let that drive you more fully to commit to telling the truth in love. If you all don't cross over with this kind of good news, who will? The church and Christianity has a real bad rap right now. Just last night, I performed a wedding, and I knew exactly three people at the wedding, the bride and two of her friends who happened to be members here. So they knew nothing about me. They knew nothing about us. So in mingling around and talking to people after the ceremony, a whole bunch of people were pretty confused that a woman was a minister and a preacher in a Baptist church. You may not realize it, but this isn't normal. <laughs> Just because it's all you've ever known, this is not normal. It's like a dealer in purple cloth in the ancient world. For a woman to do that is just not normal. But I had a vision. I didn't get the vision from the church I grew up in because even today they still don't allow women to be ministers and preachers. 
oh, I can go home and preach, but I can't be the pastor of that church. But I had a vision, and I crossed over. At this wedding last night, several people were asking me, well, now what kind of church are you? You know that would allow a woman to be a pastor. And I began to tell them about our commitment to the causes of social justice and our openness and welcome to all, including that one of the last backyard weddings like this one that I performed was for two men in our congregation. They were dumbfounded at that. You think this isn't normal? That really ain't normal. But they were glad and surprised and pleased because you see that's not the message they're accustomed to hearing from churches and that is a shame but Park Road crossed over long before you were born Park Road crossed over long before Russ and Amy arrived Park Road crossed over from the beginning of this church's existence we said all are welcome divorced isn't that even crazy to think about? That was a big deal. That was a huge deal in 1950. All are welcome. Divorce, black, gay, straight. No matter how you are dressed or your socioeconomic status, all are welcome in this place. And over the years, we've learned and we're still learning about radical inclusion and hospitality. And we're still adjusting our language and opening our minds and hearts to understand more fully what it means to live in the love of God and the way of Jesus. We are still in the process of crossing over. And I pray we will always be in the process of crossing over. For when we arrive, oh no, nobody likes to arrive. There's always Macedonia. There's always a crossing over that we have to open our minds to. And it is our collective responsibility and privilege to do so. So speak up and speak out. Work for justice. Feed the poor. House the homeless. Advocate for those who have no power in the systems in which we benefit. If you all don't do this, who is going to? I don't assume that you will find a church home wherever you go from here for the next few years. I want you to so desperately. But I don't assume that you will. But as you stand here on this shore's edge of Park Road Baptist Church, I want you to see the vision that I see. It's a vision of a world in need of the message that has been instilled in you from the beginning. Love, welcome, Inclusion, acceptance, justice, mercy, grace, goodness. And as you set sail to cross over to whatever Philippi is out there for you, that you will do all in your power to see this vision through and help others to see it with you. And when you hear people of faith offering a counter vision of judgment and condemnation and rejection and hate, your responsibility is to tell the truth as you have known it to be true, that all are welcome in this place. And all are welcome in the kingdom of God. Please, for the love of God, if you've heard anything here, let it be that. It is your responsibility to stand up to the roommate 
It is your responsibility to stand up to anybody that comes into your path and says something counter to what we know to be true about who God is and what Jesus taught us. And sometimes, friends, that even means family. Blessings as you cross over. I'm so excited for you. I'm scared for you. But I can just see it now. I had a vision last night and even early this morning that the world will be better and brighter and more full of hope and peace and joy and love because you are spreading the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Don't ever be ashamed of that because you've heard the truth about what it means. Now live into it fully. May it be so. Amen.